recalls. Recall a war against a certain group of people if you wanted to. Um, yeah, if that's what you want to call it. But, welcome back to the Bar Live Barcast, the podcast that probably won't last. It's your boy, Shaw Live, a.k.a. Shaw the Guy, a.k.a. Coach L, a.k.a. I Won't Stop, a.k.a. I Can't Stop, a.k.a. I'm going to go behind the back and pass the ball to... What up, y'all? It's your girl, Raven, a.k.a. Ray Rocksteady, a.k.a. Half Woman, Half Amazing, a.k.a. Happy Birthday, Michael Jordan, a.k.a. Forget the sneakers app because y'all suck, and forget the trophy room because your son sucks because y'all be backdooring shoe sales. <clears throat> and we got a special guest at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's me? Yo, yes. what's happening? What's trapping, man? It's your boy L Dotty, one half of a cold one podcast. You know what I'm saying? Came out here to chill with the bar, man. How y'all doing? I appreciate y'all for having me. We appreciate man, you hey, being we, here. We doing great. I'm doing great. I know that you're doing great. Mm-hmm. Ray's doing great. Mm-hmm. We gonna just toast to a great night. Oh yeah. So yeah, don't put the drink down too quick. Uh, you gotta go ahead and do it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You know how we do, we come in and we get straight to it, man. Ain't no time to play around, it's yeah. time to jump straight into it. Yeah. So, on with that being said, we we're run. drinking on, <laughs> I don't know I don't know what we're drinking on, so I'm going to just finish this right quick. Now watch me whoop up something for y'all real quick. Okay. All right. So, um. We're going to make the black to celebrate MJ. We're not going. We're not going to mess. Oh, oh man. Hey man. So we got some Kenny Black. The black cat with the nine lives. So let's just go ahead and crack that mug. Boop, boop. Oh, yeah, I love that sound. I love that sound. <laughs> Y'all know I love that mug. That Top is so much one. better than the bottom. <laughs> so much better. Measurements are never quite right. Jigerish. <laughs> Ligaments. Ligaments. <laughs> there we go. So we got a man size pour of Hennessy Black. We got that we got that good Rona going around still and they talk about they got new strands, so we can't go with the off brand uh orange juice. We had to go Minimade this time. And you know how that goes. Emerald Lagasse. Bam! <laughs> Just enough for you to clear up those sinuses that you have, may have accrued over this uh, cold week that we've been having. As you can see, we are in the Bar Live Lounge because it is cold and it is uh, predicted to rain as well. But, you know, that's the only job that you can keep and be wrong every day. But, um... A little bit of coke. Cocaine. Boom. <laughs> and what we're gonna call this is the Black Mamba's teacher. The oh, honor I like that. Of Kobe Bryant. I mean, well, <laughs> we, we I'm trying to honor Kobe Bryant on Michael Jordan's birthday, but in order of Michael Jordan. So let's uh, let's toast to that, man. Let's toast to Michael Jordan's birthday. Uh, Michael Jordan's birthday. And Kobe Bryant, because I always got to slip him in there. You need to stop flamming us on them sneakers, bro. I don't know what. Hey, it ain't even him no more. I even want it's Nike. The Carmines, the the eighty five ones, 
the Griffies, like the hype beats, first hype beats gotta stop. Anytime Griffey's sell out like that, these kids ain't don't even know who Ken Griffey Jr. is. But them joints fly though. I'm sure saying that's why. They not they that hard for it to go like that. They are. They sleep they are, but they not. So anytime fourteens fly off the shelf, you know something's wrong. <laughs> True. The fourteen. I mean, but because they were a special edition, but like, come on, it's crazy. Jordans are Jordans though. Like, there's a lot of people that like certain. Jays that don't like other Jays, and some people preference other Jays that they don't like others. Like some of them, some that some people think flies. I don't know what I'd be like. I don't really like them joints. You know right. what I'm saying? But like you said, hype beast has no has no walls. You know what I'm saying? Like where I'm like, yeah, nah, but I don't even want them joints at all. Like some people just going to get them joints just to say that they got them. Just so somebody else can think that they fly. Man, listen, I wear our own shit and I'm flying in it anytime. Absolutely. And I can go get something from Walmart and stamp our own on it, and I'm going to still be the flyest dude in the room. At least in my mind. And that's the only place that it matters. Because it's your shit? Yeah. Boom! That means anybody's shit. Any day. But I just want to be able to get what I want when I want it. Especially coming from like a person like me that was like heavily immersed in sneaker culture. You're a woman. At this way, at this point, like I'm not waiting in line. I'm not doing any of those things. But I should be able to get what I want at retail, and it not be an issue. Like, no, I agree. But that's the thing the part is, that's crazy. I, I didn't remember much from high school, but what I do remember is supply and demand. Yeah. So it it does go back to that. But at what point does the supply and demand over trumps like? just basic human I guess common sense because the thing is if you make it more accessible automatically people much. wouldn't be having as much violence as that goes on not even just the killing like people robbing people for their shoes and all type because they get crazy at times I just think if you never even seen Michael Jordan play you shouldn't even have his access to his stuff <laughs> well he's the GOAT so that <laughs> but, if you were born past 1998 you don't need any of the things. Oh my gosh. You can but get Kobe's, you can get Ivers, you can get LeBron, no, all of that. No, you get you get the Jordans because Jordan's Jordan's been flying. Right, but if you weren't there, if you wasn't outside, then you don't need them. Nah, you can't say that, dude. Speaking of Listen, outside, outside. I don't want Magic Johnson. Outside is how I got this black. I wasn't there. It says we're talking about black. I don't want the Larry Birds. But, that, but I want the pennies because I was there. We're going for what's what everybody says is hot. And Jordan is a name that been hot ever. You know what I'm saying? Forever. When the last time you ain't never heard of Michael? When you think basketball, you think of Jordan. First of all, he got the flyest. He got the flyest logo. Right. Like they really want to change the logo, the NBA logo to Jordan, the Jordan but they just ain't right. got enough balls to do it. Or they ain't paying <laughs> yeah. enough yet. True indeed. <laughs> that, that, True that indeed. Contract ain't been right. No, so, but there ain't nothing about black greatness, and I'm not gonna spend too much time yeah. talking about Michael Jordan on this podcast mm -hmm. because Michael Jordan already get enough publicity, and we gotta give publicity to the people that we rock with and our own people. Yeah. So, with that being said, let's go into our. Blackout! 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 There we go, there we go, there we go. And this week, I want to shout out Can't Stop Training in Charleston, South Carolina. Davon Gilliard giving you all of your workout needs for 
any type of sports, fitness, whatever you need, can't stop training. Follow him on Instagram, can't stop training. Go uh, to his webpage, www.cantstoptraining.com. Can't stop training, Devon Gilliard. Keep going on in. Uh, dang. Keep going in, dog. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> Tongue got heavy. Tongue got heavy. Work it out. Yes. For my blackout today, I want to shout out Blinging Bells. Um, this young lady, she made me the most wonderful doormat. I always wanted a mat that said, first of all, I'm from the Bronx. I always wanted a mat that said, I'm from the Bronx. Watch your, <laughs> watch your feet before you step in my house. From... The Uptown Anthem, Lord Guns, I mean, Peter Guns, Lord Tariq, and she made that map for me, so I can't wait to put it up in my new place, so shout out Boing and Bells. All right, uh, so for my blackout today, I'm going to shout out the Cold One Podcast, yes. man. That's the uh, that's my podcast with my co-host, uh, Big D, man. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to make it today, but we will be back, and he will be back. But Cold One Podcast on YouTube, everybody. Uh, you know, this is my shirt right here. That's why they was talking about, you know, ownership and, you know, wearing your own stuff. This trumps anybody else shit that I can wear because I actually own it. You know what I'm saying? So we're a beer podcast. We're beer connoisseurs. Uh, we have plenty of conversations with, you know, uh, the black community, with black women. We try to address a lot of social issues um, over a nice cold beer. And uh, shout out to Shad today, man. Gave me the uh, Sweetwater IPA. Knew I was coming. You know what I'm saying? So he gave me a gift, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the hospitality, too, bro. Hey, man, and, we, uh, like to, we like for you to be as comfortable as possible. Yeah, man. Right? I'm chilling, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm and the feng shui, if you will. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? In the, the, whole area, in, the lounge, in the lounge, we usually a little more mellow, but hey, yeah. we a couple shots in, so yeah. you know we might go up. Yeah, you man. never know however we might go, but you do got other stuff going on, so yeah. talk to the people, man. Talk your shit. Oh, talk man. to them. Dang, man. So, yeah, I'm actually... Uh, a real estate investor as well, so um, you know I got a wholesaling business that I'm running where I buy and sell investment properties. Um, Glory Real Estate. We actually got a project here in Charlotte that we're working on, um, and we're also looking for more uh, projects to take on this year. So we're just looking to grow with that. Um, you, to be honest with you, we still getting it. Well, it's off the ground and we're rolling, but as far as like all the marketing pieces websites and stuff we still had that to come so we're pretty much mom and popping it right now um where i just walk around and call different homeowners you know to see if they're interested in selling their properties and stuff like that but um yeah that's pretty much what i got going on with the podcast um, i'm a dad my girl just turned two years old you know what i'm saying shout out to zone you know um, yeah let's yeah we can drink to that two years because they knew me from back in the day you know what I'm saying? We'll be able to raise a, a daughter for two years straight. You know what I'm saying? And she good. Two years straight. Two years straight. You know what I'm saying? I'm still alive. 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 i Chicago somewhere. <laughs> hey, man, that's the flip side of it. Grow a whole nother family. You be like, damn, oh, you was ready, man. You was ready, man. I need a few more years. 
Popeye. Hey, hey, uh, 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 Because you taking that right into where we need to be. Yeah, yeah. These dad go fatherless kids out here going crazy in Chicago. Yes, I said it. I said it. I said it. Fatherless children out there in Chicago going crazy, and Quando Rondo is out here and got the audacity when this man, Lil Dirt. And don't get me wrong, I I don't feel sympathy for a lot of these rappers often, but with the the type of sequence of events that Dirk has encountered yeah. and he's tried to like even remove himself from social media which means bro, I need time from the world Absolutely. you know what I'm saying and now you got made a video about him essentially mm-hmm. well Call more Soul Reaper. Call Soul Reaper you got a stunt double playing him and you kidnapping him and stuff and you you are your 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 crew yeah. Just killed his best friend. Uh-huh. Bro, you acting to die. Yeah, you acting to die. You incriminating yourself. It's just so much shit these young motherfuckers don't even really get. Like, they don't care. They, they, they wild. Wow. Fatherless? These niggas heartless. Yep. They soulless out here, bro. They Daddy over in South Africa. Over in South Africa. Looking for cigarettes. You better call Rage your goddamn But how y'all, how y'all feel about that, man? Like, what? what what do y'all like? Not even more so Quando Rondo because I don't know too much about him, but just like yeah, like just in general about these young rappers thinking this stuff is play play. I feel like they have no guidance, and I feel like there's no one there, or like the OGs that are there. They don't want to listen to them. They feel like they know it all, and especially the. Outside of Quantum Rondo, I think he's from Atlanta, but the Chicago kids, I feel like they got like a dark cloud over them. If you're from Chicago, you just, I don't even know, like long gone are the days of Kanye and Lupe when he's had something to say. Now these new kids, if it ain't old block and you're not from 63rd, <laughs> whatever that means, or if it ain't like just on some gang, I kill you because you killed my man type stuff. There's no substance. No, no substance. Thank you. There's no nothing. It's just death. All they know is death, and so all they rap about is death. And poor King Von, he was on his, on his way to make it, but he was the king of storytelling, and all his stories were about robbing somebody, killing them, or almost getting killed himself from robbing that person. Now his stories were fire, but it like it foreshadowed his whole being. So I can't even remember where I, I got this from, but it was something throughout the week, and I, I wanted to present it in some way, shape, or form on the show. Mm-hmm. And it was the fact of we we criticize these rappers and stuff, right, about them rapping about what they're rapping about, right? Mm-hmm. And we we look at it as far as it being them glorifying it, right? Like it's like, oh, they glorifying this, they glorifying that. And I've been this is probably still that's probably today that's still my stance, yeah. right? But to have this different perspective of they're not glorifying it, they're just saying what they've beat or what they've overcome, you know. Um, 
and in a sense, I guess that's like a poet. You know what I'm saying? A poet usually put their words together of uh, troubles and things that they face that other people that can relate to. You know, so I guess it's just a different way of thinking of that. But like I said, I think me personally, my stance is still where you promote violence and drugs and things. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think we understand like the, the consequences. It's a cycle, bro, you know what I'm saying? All of it is a cause of environment, you know what I'm saying? These are the things that they go through on a daily basis. This is their way of life. So you got to think about it. My way of life is being a father, you know what I'm saying, out here trying to be, you know, the best entrepreneur, the best businessman I can be, try to become successful. So I do the things that go towards that. Well, all they know is really... Rapping, first off, is their way to get out. And then in order for them to get out with rapping, they have to be up with the content that everybody wants to hear with to shoot them up, bang them up. whole time is some people not even, like, really oh, built yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people ain't really built like that, and they portraying that false image as if they do that or done that. And then they, they, they reflect it on the audience who's young and gullible, don't want to listen to nobody. They don't want to listen to no uh, OGs or adults. They barely want to listen to the uh, the bridge gappers, which is us, yeah. who, who, who know the OGs and y'all. And yeah. can kind of, we, we're open to the, uh, the perception and the way of thinking that y'all have, you know what I'm saying? But y'all just don't want to listen to nobody, bro. But that goes with the lack of consistency and some kind of role model mentorship. And that's where they fucked up at with us. But we had some kind of, uh, like, lack of, I guess, common sense. Yeah, shit that made yeah. respect, common sense, shit that made sense to do. You know what I'm saying? Even though I ain't going to say all the shit was great that our generation did, but we did pretty decent for not having that role model. So when you, when that's all you know, you know what I'm saying? That's what you're going to portray, and you're not really conscious of the people that it hurt at the end of the day, too. You well, it's just a bunch of young and dumb people. And speaking of young and dumb people, we could talk about, uh, what's the boy's name is? 6ix9ine, Takashi, mm -hmm. Takashi 6ix9ine, or whatever. But we'll talk about that after the break. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. Peace, newbies. It's your girl, Raven, coming to you live from the Bar Live Barcast, the podcast that probably won't last telling you all to rate, comment, and subscribe on YouTube or hit up our Instagram page, The Bar Live Barcast. Go to the bio, hit the link, and listen on any podcast app that you want to. We're everywhere. Peace. When you we open the well door rounded. like that. And then speaking of being well-rounded, Meek Mill's <laughs> security tried to roundhouse kick to Coffee 69. And welcome back to my podcast, podcast of Purple One Last. We're here, we're talking about Meek Mill and Takashi 69. If you're uh, just joining, uh, that's where we left off Speaking at the break. Transitions. Well done. Well done. So, but with that being said, I'll just go out there and give my, my, my take on that and what I took from the whole situation because Meek Mill, one thing that he was emphatic on mm -hmm. was that Takashi was with the feds, mm -hmm. the cops, when he jumped up out of nowhere mm -hmm. with a camera. Mm -hmm. Rapping Pooh Shiesty. Shout out to Pooh. Shout out to Pooh Trying to <laughs> entice this man to do something, to react. Yeah, no, he was definitely 
And I think it was a plan. Oh, yes. I think it was a plan for them to get something on Meek Mill. And that right there makes it so sick. Or makes me so sick. He is a sick. He is definitely the ops. You know, and Meek Mill said it best. He was like, how you find me, bro? Like, why why me, bro? Like, I don't even got no dealings with you. He, But they had beef before, didn't they? Well, I mean, that's just some verbal online stuff. You a rat, da-da-da-da. But everybody said that. Yeah. LL Cool J probably said that. So, you know what I mean? Like, it was... <laughs> Did he have one pants leg up when he said it? <laughs> of course. Look at his lips and everything. You know, You know, so it's like, who hasn't said it? Because, I mean, it is factual. But you corner this man, then you try to come at him talking you got security. Yes, he's a rapper in America, and rappers are getting killed in America every day. And he's a high-profile rapper. He should have security with him. For people who are psychopaths like, like you. Yo suck ass. <laughs> like, who the fuck this nigga think he is, like, rolling up on niggas after the shit he did? Like, that's like you intentionally try to fuck my shit up. And then you rolling with the feds, so it look like the feds condone that shit. So the they feds do. condone you trying to fuck my shit up. You skittle here having motherfucking you. You know what I'm saying? Like that. How the fuck you gonna roll if up? If anybody believes that they let this man out of jail for, they let him out for snitching. And you don't think they still got him on the wire for snitching? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. He, he's a snitch. Like, like, now they got him. him now he just an op. Not he, he, he just. They got him. him. They got him set up to where he's, he's gonna poke people and try to get them. So where they can put charges against them. Yeah, I mean, because it makes sense to go, if that's the goal, it makes sense to go after a nigga like me. Because he has a record. And they want him. They want him. No, he's finally off. All right, so he's off. But but you know, are you ever really? No. (laughs) Because they hold it against you. Like, the the moment you suck a punch or suck a nigga in the face like that, you know what I'm saying, they bring all that shit right back. They don't get you with the book because you got priors. You know, right. You know what I'm saying? And I think he deserved... Get sucker, well not sucker punch. You deserve to punch that sucker nigga. Excuse me, <laughs> train. You know what I'm saying? Oh, train. You have to drink to the train. Train. We've been missing the train. train. Well, that should look like muddy waters right there, goddamn. <laughs> that looked like Michael uh, Michael Jordan's eyes. <laughs> Shout out to MJ's eyes. <laughs> Is it jaundice or tequila? The world may never know. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, just for giggles, just for giggles, who do y'all think would have won? Meek would have washed that little boy out of the Have fight? we ever seen Meek fight, though? We saw him run down that on That nigga's from Safari. Philly. I mean, the boy from Philly. I know he's from Philly, but back we've never when, seen him Back fight. in the early 2000s. Like, yeah, we like, giving him, we like, giving him fights. Cornrows. We giving it to him just he because he's from Philly? No, I mean, we're giving it to him because Takashi ain't never been in a fight in his life. Why would you get to him? All right, I can go We saw him fight. In what? Chicago, and it didn't look good. He worked for the feds now, so he might have taken a combat course. Man, this nigga was throwing his hands <laughs> flat, flat, flat fronted <laughs> like this. Like I can't uh, take you serious if you popping out on somebody and you start spitting some some. Now if he would have did his lyrics. own lyrics, make, it would have still been kind of weird to me. <laughs> but at least it was your lyrics. Is right. he a rapper? Yeah. yeah. At least so your own uh, your own lyrics. But you go out here, you start spitting somebody else's lyrics, and you got your phone out. Did you really want a confrontation, bro? What are you? What is this? I would have been like Meek Mill, and then you got people coming out saying like, "Oh, Meek Mill should have put his hands on." 
in front of the feds? Yeah, why, why, why he got his camera out? Security. I'm smarter let, than that. Let them do their job. The hardest thing True. in life is to be the bigger man, bro. That's the hardest thing to do in life, man. He The right thing for him to do is to do what he did, which is be the bigger man and get away from that shit. But every real nigga wants him to knock him out for the hell of it. We don't want him to get fucked up over that shit. Yeah. Because he that, that, a nigga like that ain't worth it. A nigga who intentionally tried to fuck your shit up. And you know he working with the family. And you know he working with, he just got, he, he just got the set put in jail. <laughs> True. All your priors, True. parking tickets, and now we getting all that shit. LL, because LL ain't got no priors. He could knock that young boy out. Because <laughs> you know LL damn near killed the intruder that came in his house. And Jamie Foxx. <laughs> and that part, any given Sunday. <laughs> Man, they really fought. Because old gangsters, they used to rap about different shit. You know what I'm saying? They, like that, it's, it's a different world, bro. Different world. I ain't with that following me and provoking me and shit, bro. Cause you know, I be I'm from the country, dog. I'm a nigga who just might snap. <laughs> and they gonna fucking press charges. Yeah, man, I'm pressing like charges. Guy. Let's talk about we got a grad student. Um, I can't remember what school she's from. She but was she goes to University of Tennessee. University of Tennessee. Okay. And she posted Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion's lyrics. Mm -hmm. um, and when she posted the lyrics, the school expelled her. Um, and now they're in a lawsuit. And that was about two years ago, but now the, the, uh, the lawsuit is pursuing. And at this point, hopefully the sister is about to get money money because... I think that her social media posts. Yes, her her social media posts. What? Like, and we're talking about lyrics. And we're talking about lyrics. Yeah, we're talking about lyrics. Which song was it? Was it what? I think it was. Oh yeah. It did say. It did say. I think it was like. What does WAP stand for? With a pool. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what it stands for. No, I know what it stands for. I think that's yeah. <laughs> that came out in it what twenty nineteen? Worship and praise. No, no. Cool. that came out like last year. Like worship and praise. That, that, was yeah. that was a bar. That was a bar. I like that. But I mean, essentially, this young lady's rights were violated anyway because it's her personal social media page. Now I get depending. What you do is a reflection of you. She said it hindered her from getting competitive internships. She black or white, first off. This girl black. is black. Okay. She has. A, she's from Chicago. She has a degree from like the University of Chicago. Mm -hmm. Grad student now at University of Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Basically, probably like one of the very few blacks right. in her program. At the University of Tennessee, we know. And at <laughs> and then it's Tennessee. That's a good old boy state anyway. Mm -hmm. So depending on what she's going for, they weren't checking for her anyway. Right. But. I think it's a double-handed sword because what you do is a reflection of you, but also what you do is what you do. And if it's not affecting your business or what you're doing with school or your dissertation or whatever you have going on, then it shouldn't matter. Whoever the Karen is that reported her, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's who I got the biggest problem with. Well, no, I got the biggest problem with the university. but. I think that's of uh, equal uh, problem problematic uh, stature, I guess, because 
why do you even care enough to report her to a university off of something that was tweeted? And we're talking about lyrics here. We're talking about lyrics. I think the internship was like very hard to get, so you needed any edge over the next person. Yeah. So let's she get you out of here. It though. So, but there, there's a wrench that was thrown into her plans there. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody who didn't want to see her succeed thought that if they go in crying about some bullshit like some lyrics, and you know they got privilege over there, so you know somebody with privilege and went over there and did something. You know what I'm saying? They ain't no. You know what I'm saying? So somebody with privilege went over there and said something to prevent her from... I feel so offended. Yeah. And the girl did state that her Instagram account has nothing to do with her name. It's some other type of name. It's some other whole entire entity. And so what? People do and say, oh, it's your personal Instagram account. Now, I will say, this would not have happened if she went to the illustrious Tennessee State. <laughs> Shout out to the video. I never seen it all the way through. Women's over sexuality of themselves. Because the thing is, if she would have never throw that out there, you can't throw that out there. Are we defending her? No, 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 no. Like I, I've given my, I've given my stance. I've given my stance. I no, I'm defending her because I think it, I think it is wrong because it is her point of view. Because that is wrong, and it is at the end of the day is wrong, um, and it violates her First Amendment, period. But now it's time for me to play devil's advocate. Go ahead. So, if she wouldn't have felt the need or the urge to, so aggressive. I want to know on mm -hmm. on her Twitter feed how many insightful songs has she quoted. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that that I'm not I'm not saying that 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 determines or dictates mm -hmm. her worth or her being, right? Mm -hmm. But <laughs> what made her? In that moment, think that this was so inspiring that yeah. she needed to tweet. She is twenty something years old. She's that's what it is. She's twenty seven. That is a little. No, but that's that 20, still you know? the person, the people, the two and women who made the song are twenty five. Is sexuality like the number one thing that makes y'all feel empowered? Yes. Well, not the number one thing, but it's a high one because women have so for so long have been held back due to just being women and our sexual organs. Because that, we are women and what makes you a woman? Essentially, having a vagina, right? That has held us back for centuries. Having a vagina we, held y'all back for centuries? By men in patriarchy? Yes! No. No. Men love pussy. No! It's not even about... Y'all using it the wrong way! way. We also advance the fuck out of it. A lot of I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not even ready to have this conversation. But hold on, time out. It's not even about being sexual. Women make less money than men. What Just because the, you're a woman, you, you make less money. Not true. Your vagina ain't got nothing to do with the money that you making unless you. Yes, it does. Your anatomy is what makes you a woman. If we're not even talking about the community and all of their terminology and things, your anatomy. If you have. Can't say that term. That's not your term. That's not your term. But anyway, 
I'm not about to say that. Because I'm going to say the wrong thing. It's not true. Women have... That is a natural fact. No, it's not. Yes, it is, Zach. If you go look at the research... The research is men... I mean, men make more money than women. No, a certain type of men... Like make more men. money than women, and a certain type we're of women make a lot more money than we're men. Not going the into gap is black, not even. White, no, we're no, 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 no. We're not talking about black and white. Women. We're talking about black you can't say man versus woman because they do not equate a black man to the oh same. Oh my god! This is this is, this is factual <laughs> because if we talk about the totem pole, you got the white man, then you got the white woman, you got the black woman that really is on the same level as her. But they have, they do get more perks because of their skin color. Shine. So we gonna put them, we gonna put them over y'all. But magic wise, if we put magic, we gonna put y'all over them. So that's why I say y'all the same. Black men, just because you're men, you still have more perks in this world than a woman, whether she be black or white. Women didn't even have the right to vote. Even as a black man, you could still vote before a white woman, before even a white woman could goddamn vote. What are you talking about? You know why? You know why? Now, did they let because you know? Because that was before yes, womanism. Yes, that was before true. womanism. Womanism came about, and then womanism, womanism exceeded exceeded the, the black man in that point. Am I right or am I wrong? Womanism, first of all, feminism is feminism. the white women, white woman's uh, political journey. movement. Yes, womanism was co uh, coined by Alice Walker okay, so in Search of My Mo Mother's Gardens, mm -hmm. and that is the black woman's. Is so black feminism. Woman. Shout out black history. So how about feminism? The whole suffering. They pulled y'all along with them, and when they pulled y'all along with them, even if it was subconsciously, Pulled they pulled y'all ahead of us. And whether you want to accept that or not, <laughs> the fact that black women are ahead of of Black men, that is a fact. You you can go in and you will be accepted before sure, I am not about because race. I am viewed as a threat and it you are not viewed. about race. As a man, we're not talking still, about race. We're talking yes, about you threats. We're talking about, we're talking the about black threats. Women is more than. No. A man, as being a man, you still have more privilege in the world. Than a woman. Tell me what. Tell me what privilege uh, does a black today, man have over a woman? See, today that might have been true before. That might have been true once upon a time, but it's, in today's in some cases, it is still true. In some cases, maybe. And you're asking in some about cases, sexuality. Maybe. Women have been held back so long. Do sexuality has been suppressed? Well, I think that's it's what all put y'all past us. The it's all about that's what put them past us because y'all you know, a housewife and a mother. Nothing about what the woman needed, what what pleases her. That's why sexuality with women is so important. I wouldn't say suppressed. I would say controlled, though. It was suppressed. It was suppressed. Because Prostitute. men could talk. Right, but that was always taboo. <laughs> but it was control. It was always taboo. And men can talk and say things however they want to lightly. And women were supposed to be seen and not heard and be proper. White men and could do that. A oh. black a black boy named Emmett Till supposedly blew a whistle at a white woman. And he was dropped into a lake. With a with 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 barbed wire around his neck, with a with a piece of a car that would hold him down there, and we're talking about a little boy. They view black men as a threat. They view black women as, as a opportunity. As well. 
They, yeah. they view y'all as opportunity Black as women. saying that, oh, we are giving them opportunity, but a lot of those people that are in those positions in those Fortune 500 company are black women that hold those First minority. All, okay. There's okay. only like two okay. black women at leads of any Fortune 500 companies in the world. Right I didn't now. say lead. I'm talking about just positions because they're not there's letting more, black men lead nothing there's more anywhere. Black men we got to make our own. There are men, are we make women. our own. Jay Z made his own. Made their own. All of those people are making their own way, their own and we things. We will always go back and forth on this topic. Because but you think that women are not You really think that black women are behind black men and that I'm is not, not true. I just think that I just think that there are a lot more forces working against black men. You know what I'm saying? Like sexuality, I see it, it has been a way, it has been how y'all have been able to catapult ahead of black men because y'all are able to use that as an advantage because y'all want everybody to understand that it's something that y'all feel has been suppressed for so long and y'all want to educate you know people on how to I guess properly you know view sexuality but when it's something that hasn't been you know I guess used as a tool of education or something then it could kind of seem like a lot and be misconfused be confused and misguided and in, in like accepting it like how do we approach all that sexuality coming at me at one time because the first thing go to you know what I'm saying let me see how I can get that you know what I'm saying as a man but is that always the right reaction to have you know what I'm saying it's a, it could be a blurred line with it you know that's all I'm saying I mean I, I dig it I mean y'all I can't tell nobody what to do you know what I'm saying I can't tell nobody how to live their life but when it comes to understanding everything that comes with it I think either party don't really understand the consequences of using that as an initial tool to try to, uh, I guess, gain some sense of power. Mm. Great, 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 great conversation, man. But I don't want you to, I, I, like, I like that we all got our own po point of views and we can come from different avenues and present that because it's somebody that felt a way that each of us felt. But at the end of the day, I just want all of us to eat. And speaking of eat, we're going to go to our girl, Sianka, and we're going to go to her video, Eat, featuring Elevator J.
type of state to take them out this rain. Y'all know what it took to make this flame. Taking whips, stepping back and breaking chains. Running up, dropping back and hand I stain. Free as fuck, now just watch me do my thing. Like a mountain lion and a panther, I don't really know. It's like the jungle or something. 
Uh, I like mountain. They are all of the like same. Like the male, cougar, yeah, they ain't the same. Yeah, sugar the same. daddy. Same thing, same thing. Sugar daddy, ATM, whatever. Yeah. But. <laughs> 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 but let's leave that alone. Let's go to Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, excellent movie. Excellent movie, man. Um, very, very touching. Um, informative, to say the least. Yeah. Because. I didn't know the dude was 21 years old when he oh, got killed. Wow. Wow. Uh, the influence that he had and just to know how he was bringing all these groups together. And I can, it's crazy that I can say this, but I can see why they killed him. Mm. He, he had too much power. Yeah. He was a powerhouse. And as soon as you get too much power, either they kill you or they find something to taint your name and when they taint your name somehow they taint your legacy it essentially and as a community and we kind of talked about this on off camera how i feel as though we're not a community and we're in chaos and disarray we we look to each other and we try to figure out who's the next red hampton who's the next malcolm x Who's the next? But all of these people want trying to figure out who's going to be the next something. They knew that they were. Yeah. It's almost like the great I am, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy. But it's crazy to think about him being 21 years old, having that type of influence, bringing these groups that wouldn't necessarily come together together in a man with so much power, shout out to Kanye. How can I have one man have so much power? It, it just, the whole movie just put me in the mood of Denzel Washington, Malcolm X, uh, the brother had just got beat and they were oh, yeah. outside Down of the, the yeah, they were outside of the hospital and they said that he was gonna live and Malcolm X was like, all right, this is, this is all chaos to them, but it's actually organized chaos because, uh, we out but that's i mean i don't know my whole take on the movie is just wow because uh i'm not as versed in the whole black panther movement and everything as i should be or as i want to be mm -hmm. um but very informative man and uh i was i was probably more of a huey p type of guy like I, I wanted to dive into his history but now this makes me even more interested <coughs> in Fred Hampton right uh, like Chairman Fred Hampton first of all super duper official life cut way too short because you even if he had made it to 25 mm. <laughs> you know what I mean just to see any of his speeches thoughts action come into fruition a life cut short way too way too too soon but I Chairman Fred, like, having that power in Chicago in that time, it would have really revolutionized the world because Chicago was truly outside of Oakland and New York. That was like a central hub for the Panther Party. And, like, the Panthers started free lunch in school, free lunch and breakfast. Like, that came from the Panthers, not the presidential administration of whatever time. That was a program started by the Panthers. But... Black people organizing is the biggest threat to society, so they gonna call it terrorism, domestic terrorism, and then implement it regardless, right? 
it's, it's just so crazy to think. And it's so crazy. You know, we talked about 6-9 earlier, but how they, the government will plant people into your circle to get you out of here. So you, you have to be vigilant. You have to be aware. You have to be focused. You need to know who's truly for you, who is against you, because it could be, I mean, it, you see it every day. Look at Nip. Mm-hmm. He was down, the guy that killed him, Eric Holt, he was down with the set at one point. He had direct access to him, and that close to be able to do that to him. Malcolm, it was a member of the nation that did that to him. You know? And I think I, I think I, I kind of tried to avoid, avoid him because that frustrated me so much to where William O'Neill, William O'Neill being a informant, um, and then getting so tied up into it and like, how can one of ours do that to? A movement that was so powerful Ugh. to where they were bringing on war against, but they're bringing on war against the police. Let's let Daddy go. I think he has something to say. I mean, I hate to be that guy, but throughout the history of time, you know, the Judas. That, that has been that has been the story. You know that hey. First off, the whole culture vulture thing, oh, that's a great idea, but we about to discipline you for being so damn smart, and we ain't going to do nothing but take it and implement it later. That's all that is. You know, any structure that the black man gets, it's slavery. That's why they had the overseas. You know what I'm saying? The house nigga who's going to snitch and fool the great plot to get the fuck out of here and to gain some true power, right? Since the beginning of time. So what makes a difference... What makes it different when, in that time, modern day, you know, when you got this young man who's enlightened above all get out, something that we're not used to, who's bringing a community of people together and empowering them and giving them, you know, uh, information about self and a sense of power, you know, who would we, who would we be as the powers that be to allow that shit to happen? We have to break that shit down. And the thing about y'all and your culture that we've learned is that your own people will turn against you in a matter of seconds. All we got to do is catch them up in some shit and or put some money in their face and they, they, they turn. You know what I'm saying? The people that are the closest to you are the ones you have to watch out for because you never know what people's true intentions are. You know, especially in being, you know, an entrepreneur or a goddamn, you know, uh, uh, an activist. You know what I'm saying? People will do things intentionally to make sure that you don't succeed. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we got to worry about that too much to deal with today's activists. You know why? Because I don't, most, most, most of them aren't that brazen enough to even take on those tasks and I think that's why so many people are looking for the next whoever you know and people scared though because they've all been killed yeah, <laughs> the thing is, is it, you, no, when you take on Obama when you take on that type of really was he a I mean and that's, that's what I'm saying when you take on so. when you take on that when you taking on that <laughs> type of that um, <laughs> 
when you take on when you take on that type of duty to where you're you you are clearly you have that amount of power. You will right? live and die for the struggle. You gotta make sure that you have that type of security. Just yeah. like the honorable Elijah Muhammad. Minister Farrakhan. Minister Farrakhan. Created us. They, 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 uh, an army. A militia. <laughs> for real, for real. Because the thing is, you have to have that. And even with that being said, depending on where you fall. When you fall, depending on where you fall in that. But it goes back to everything that we talked about. You gotta be as an informant, you gotta be great in order to get to the point to where you were able to sabotage some shit. Come on, bro. You gotta this guy, he was fully in it. And he after after Chairman Fred was murdered, assassinated. There we go. Uh, mm. We will need to stay down with the movement. Now, right. I do want to go back and do my own personal research Should because it showed that, well, he killed himself. Yeah. He, they did say that, but it right showed now. that he gave uh, Chairman Fred some sort of like sweeping agent. So when the cops raided the home that night, he didn't wake up. Now, mm. from anything I had learned about the situation, Fred's lady was sleeping next to the uh, to the wall. Fred was on the outside when they shot up the house. Fred caught all the bullets, and his that's what shielded his lady. But the movie showed it as he had a sleeping agent, and he wasn't waking up, and he actually survived, and they killed him after the fact. Yeah. So I don't know if that's literary license or you know artistic license or if that's actual, because mm. that is damn that's a. Because I was trying to figure that out. I was like, did he get hit already? But then I know that you know they were they had the scene uh, with uh, old boy. That was like, you know, just get, give him this and a yeah, drink, you know, so or whatever. But I don't know if that's artistic license or facts, but I, w- I don't want to know more about that. But I guess, how could you ever prove it? If they were shooting like that, I feel like everybody would have been hit. They hit everybody in the house. They Except hit, his woman. They ain't hit his woman. She got one. Not she, in the video. Not in the movie, no. but no, she, she took, she got one. They sent a hundred something bullets and one bullet came out. Yeah. And that's what it's like the sleeper agent supposedly well, I, I guess they, that's how they tell it. They said one bullet came back, but they would say well, that. Well Mark Clark and them, they work uh, Mark Clark, he's like he was the first person to be killed because he was guarding the door. Like that's all part of the history of everything. But so damn. In the movie when Ruby had to I drop on that man, I wish she would have killed him in the car. <laughs> I'd have gone through. As soon as I seen all of them outside that, I'd be like, as soon as I, I would go say, oh, I'm about to light this bitch up. That's what you do? Oh, yeah. As soon as I seen the fucking door, that, the door to, now don't get me wrong, it might not happen like that, but I'm talking about the movie. Oh, we playing these type of games. We already know what, man, listen, we trying to get him up out of here. And he ain't worried about getting out. Oh, but we about to get you. Soon, first one through the door, oh, we got you. Yeah, you out of here. The first one. The first one. Now, don't get me wrong. With as many shots that came, if the, if it was anything like the movie, that that was, hey. I am so, so sorry. Oh, no, that ain't Jesus calling, brother. <laughs> America, please forgive me. But, <laughs> no, but you know the crazy thing about them, 
them killing Chairman Fred, and then that subsequently leads to like the GDs and all of that happening. Chicago had no no structure. You kill all the structure, or you arrest everybody that can't control it. Because Jeff Fort, you know, they mentioned Jeff's name in it, but Jeff Fort was holding down everything. Then comes Larry Hoover and all that in the 80s and all that. But you essentially remove any true power structure that the hood could possibly ever have to keep these kids together. And now you got the rest of these little drill rappers running around crazy. And they don't even have no respect for Larry Hoover or none of them. Don't know young all person they, got no respect. Well, I'm not going to say nothing. But the majority of them, they got respect for nobody. And that just shows. <laughs> like he said, the OGs and everything. He don't, they don't want to hear that. You remove any type of power structure, and then the rest is just there to crumble. That's why Chicago lives. rat. It's a, it's a, it's a plan. It's a plot. You know what I'm saying? It's organized. This was orchestrated. You know, way before our time. You know what I'm saying? So you, we can't. It's hard to make dents in something so organized and structured. You know what I'm saying? But when we do. We see the reaction that we get when we finally get, uh, you know, enlightened about, you know, the system and how it's working against us. You know what I'm saying? That we we become targets, which then raises fear for people to want to step up in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like Black Wall Street. You know what I'm saying? They told the, they told the shit up. They said, "Fuck it." Like y'all building an economy. Niggas can't have no goddamn economy. What? Man, they, anything great that we have, they tear it down, which, you know, <clears throat> I would think would make us want to go harder to try to establish and create it. But at the same time, you know, how do we go against the system that has been set up for us to fail? Literally, in every turn, every corner, and every walk. We have an obstacle that isn't there for a privileged, you know what I'm saying, group of people. I got a solution. Okay. Bitcoin. You want to know what it's called? <laughs> What's that? It's called Iron. Iron. <laughs> you know like why? Because all I heard you say was our own shit. Yeah. We need our own economic system. We yeah. need our own, even even if our own economic system is an economic system that's within their system, mm -hmm. that still means that the black dollar is in the black community. It's a start. Yeah. So, with that being said, we then start black banks or we start putting our money into the black banks and black banks make it more accessible for us to put our monies in, into their banks. And from there, we build. But, is the credit union still by Smith, the black owned one? It is, it is, it is. Um, but at that point. Train, y'all. Train! <laughs> it's the train. I heard this shit. Ah, But then at that point, it goes back to the point of community. Is the community willing? Trying. No. We, we are trying. So the we are trying. The, uh, Mm -hmm. No, but there's already black banks out there. Like you said, the one on the forward has been there since I've been there. Mechanics and farmers. <laughs> no, <Okay>. first legacy. <laughs> first legacy. First, oh, the other one, the one least crime. So, with, with, with that being said, it's about us actually doing it, putting our money into those banks, and 
them making it easy for us to bank with them and making it, you know, more accessible. I mean, because you have to realize you're working with a with a altered community who don't, who's not, may not be educated in money and finance they and are. saving and credit and things that are the tools that they use in order to move ahead. You know what I'm saying? We're not educated in the real estate. They're using these pillars of wealth in order to, you know, get ahead in life and to build. Because the thing is, saving isn't the thing. You have to put the money to work. You can't you can't just save it because saving it is not really gonna grow it. <laughs> you gotta put it to work. Uh, that that goes right into social media, yeah. the sexuality, yeah. and all of that good stuff. So go and take a word from our sponsors, and we'll be back with our ask the we'll ball. Be back. Everybody's yeah, yeah, yeah. favorite segment. Yeah. It's good to be at the bar, and it ain't freezing. I'll tell you that. If you like what you're watching in the episode. Subscribe down there at the bottom, somewhere at the bottom. And if you like Ask the Bar, give us some questions. Pound sign, Ask the Bar in the comments. Holla at your boy, Shy Live. See you at the bar. But welcome back to the Bar Live Broadcast, the podcast of Purple One Last. It's your boy, Shy Live. And we're here with your baby's mama's 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 sister, cousin, uncle, cousin, friend, brother's favorite segment. Play cousin. Talk to him, Ray. <laughs> Yeah, so today for Axe the Bar, we just gonna bring it to your real live room, raunchy. Was B. Simone right or wrong with her thoughts and her list on manifesting love? Now, this seems to be like, to most in the room, we think it would be a no-brainer that if you want a certain kind of person, then you need to have yourself prepared for that person once you encounter them. That's what the Bible tells you to do. That's what your mama tells you to do. That's what you should be telling yourself to do. But a lot of these people in the world are in an uproar about that, saying, oh no, why, essentially like, if I want a man that's fit, I don't necessarily have to be in the gym to find a man that's fit, or I need to be fit myself. Maybe he could help me get fit. But her thoughts is all about the law of attraction. You attract, what you're actually working towards, what you're into. Like, faith without works is nothing. Like, you have to have faith for it, but then you also have to do the work. I get that, but I think more so when she's, what I took from it was not necessarily if you want a fit guy, be in the gym, but more so, women, if you, you want this guy to essentially be able to bring to the table what you're expecting. Mm -hmm. So, if you're expecting a guy that has a 401k and he's he's established um, financially uh, or has some type of financial freedom to some extent, uh, that you should be able to bring everything that you're asking to the table, mm -hmm. um, which I think is fair. Meaning, now there are instances where there's an understanding within the couple that yeah. ESPN yeah. trying to get a shout out on on the ball live broadcast. Y'all gotta pay for that. Pay for that. But but uh, but man, I think she's. I think she said a lot, but 
is deep. But is she? (laughs) Is it deeper than rap? I don't know, but it might be deeper than B Simone because because she (laughs) she clearly are not clearly allegedly. Oh, before you go there, bro, let me say this. Before you go there, let me say this. I can agree with that, like the whole like law of attraction thing, and in order for you. Because I think a lot of people have a lot of, like, unrealistic expectations about the things that they want to attract. Like, because a lot of women want the financial security without being financial secure themselves. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? Because if I'm a man, I mean, I ain't going to cap. I ain't in a financial freedom position, but that's what I'm aspiring towards, right? Gotcha. And as I'm growing to that point, you know what I'm saying, eventually when I get to the point or the brink of financial freedom a lot of the women who are you know requesting the things that I've worked towards and worked on won't be in that same room or same field because they haven't worked on the shit that I worked on to get to that point (coughs) why would a financially free person look for somebody who's just talking about being with somebody that's financially free without even knowing what the hell that shit means or entails exactly that's why when you show me that ass on social media I go ahead and do that little thing you know what I'm saying I get what I need and I'm out there bit. why would I settle down with somebody who's you know (laughs) like I wouldn't even I, I'm a, I'm a, a lot of dudes, is, a no. lot of dudes do though. A, a lot, lot of dudes because do, the yes. thing is that's that's what society, right. our societal pressures are as far as where a man is content with supplying for a woman's needs. Yeah. In which I don't think that that's a bad thing. That's not a bad um, thing. But the thing is. Like you said, these women want these things, but they're not bringing it to the table as well. And at that point, now, that's where you get your prenups and stuff, and that's when things get muddy. Yeah, because they feel like, if you love me, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> true love will prevail. Motherfucker, this shit like insurance, nigga. We all, everybody gets insurance on shit just in case some shit happens. Car insurance, biggest scam ever. You know what I'm saying? Life insurance it works because you're going to die one day. But the road to get there is so down. Well, hopefully it'll be long and fulfilling. Right. But, <laughs> but, you, know, yeah. but you know, the, the insurance. The, <laughs> like we expect to see as we do. <laughs> shit, that shit is insurance. It's to ensure that, you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying that it's going to be fucked up and that we ain't going to make it. But just in case, <laughs> like something happens, because it's life, right? Shit happens, you know what I'm saying? And in case you, you know, I have the option to give you what I feel like you've deserved out of this, you know, relationship. That's what the prenup said. It's insurance to me, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you, like, when it comes to love, you know, love is like a, because love doesn't get shit done. Love doesn't pay bills. Love doesn't get you to financial freedom. You know what I'm saying? People are forgetting that shit's supposed to be ran like a business. These are business decisions that we make. That's business. what marriage is. It's a business. It's a contract. And when you treat it like love, there's no love in business. Love don't pay the rent. Love don't pay the rent. Let me be let me let me go from on the brink of financial freedom to broke. And then I'll be like, I love you, baby. What happens? But <laughs> we're the rent. 
<laughs> but baby, I love you. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Rick is in his love. I would love to be in a pen rent. Yeah, exactly. After why that shit. But the thing is, but the thing is, y'all wanna be y'all wanna be considered as equals and all of this stuff. Right? So what happens? Right. <laughs> what happens when you ask me ask that question again? We had a rent. Oh, I don't know. What a rent. Well, I got my rent, but if you don't got it, then we we'll gonna have to figure it out. Oh, no, what if we stay together? I know. <laughs> I'm, listen, women always So if you got to pay the rent this month, I, now I got to, because remember all the times mean? I paid the rent before. What, that, what does no, that mean? No, 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 no. I didn't know how you were probably, get, are you talking about you just having like a downtime? I mean, no, no, I'm having a down year. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit is bad for me. <laughs> I'm happy that it's six we, we early in the episode we talking about black men and how hard it came to get into the positions that we want. Right. Although okay. there are jobs available and sometimes we'll turn a blind eye to it because that's not the ones that we want. Oh, you like the daddy from Robots. Daddy from however you want to look at it. We all black men in this together. I'll roll with him. But what happens at that point when the year is bad and now I'm looking at you and I love you, baby. Okay, so but I need the rent to be paid. Well, you all, need to all jokes pick up aside, the ball, pick up the fumble. Your your lady should be able if you're not capable, then your partner should be able to balance you out. That's the whole even keel of the relationship being evenly yoked. If I don't have it, then you got it. If you got it and I don't have it, vice versa. And then we work on it together. So yes, if you're having a down year and I just happen to be up, or if I'm just a little bit more established, what if I just want a pedicure like yo. What? I mean, you could absolutely get a pedicure. That doesn't. You but that now that takes away from the rent. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No Twenty twenty one made women that's sticking around for three sixty five a down. Well, first of all, you got, <laughs> you're nigga. talking about marriage. Then you're oh, oh, we're talking about marriage. Okay, you're but in it. I, we ain't talking about marriage. We, we talking about relationships. The thing is, right? the thing is how you gonna act outside the marriage is the same way you gonna act in the marriage. If you can't be right. down with that man outside the marriage right. when he down, what's gonna happen when you in the marriage and he down? The thing is, I rather figure that out now. Yeah. Then yeah. to figure out five years into yeah. the marriage, and now you ready to go with any Tom, years. Dick, and Harry yeah. that's ready to dang go on? Who can, who can give you, you what I used to be able to give you? You should know. You should know. You should know that if you were down, that they would still stay around. That's why you got to ask them. You don't know until you like know. If I was down, would you come around? You don't know yeah, until you, you know. I feel that though. You don't know. Kanye West thought that Kim K was down. Left his crazy ass crazy <laughs> by himself. You know what though? Oh, you get real crazy. Oh, I can't even jack Jeff that. Can't do Jeff us held off you just wow. did. I can't she even did. jack that as she much did. as we wanted. To. Oh no no no! Jeff I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Was I agree. She, she loved him. But what does the vow say? Start talking about abortions with my real kids. What does the vow say? For better or oh, okay. worse, right? That's all I'm saying. For better or worse, that's all I'm saying. And help, but with and sickness, he's sick, and we know that he don't want to get himself. True, help. I agree. <laughs> I'm not arguing that. I'm just, it's I'm just playing devil advocate. That you can't, you can't help them help themselves. Because hey, when you signed that insanity, paper, and now you got four little kids. And when you, you signed that about that line, before you signed it, what is crazy? You know, what I'm saying? You know, that's why they also give well, you divorce. They weren't even married when he said that's, George Bush doesn't like black people, ain't it? They weren't married. They wasn't at that together. Point. 
You know you don't say no shit like that on TV. D- by divorce. But that's what he was still. He was, was still revolutionary, out. Kanye. Yeah, that's true. I give him that one. He was good crazy then. Now he just crazy crazy. Sexuality, like yeah. he said early, mm-hmm. that, is, that a part of the chase leaves right. at that point. And when there's nothing left to the imagination, I the only thing, only thing. Why do we keep on coming back to that? Because they, yeah. he don't always come to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying is, ain't nothing, ain't nothing left to imagination. That's when he talked about sexuality, which is why B. Simone is goddamn plagiarizing. Because there's nothing left <laughs> to the imagination. You said it so many we, times, everything's but you gotta done hear it from somebody. Said. Yeah. And I guess maybe she felt that if you receive it from her because we've seen her struggle or her her wanting of a boyfriend uh, or finding love. What and if now that was plagiarized? She has found love. <laughs> what if it was just a play? Don't nobody damn care about maybe. B. Simone. <laughs> Like, I think that's why she's stealing people work. I think because <laughs> she's looking for that shit. So I think she's trying to make herself relevant. Like, really, because the thing is, I never knew who B. Simone was until I saw her on Wild and Out. On Wild and Out. And she, she wasn't funny on Wild and Out to me if we gonna be straight out. Like, I don't think she's funny. Pretty Miss V funny now. Pretty Miss V is funny. Yeah, pretty. But I, <laughs> but I don't think... No, I think I'm a dark skinned kind of guy though. I like on chocolate. I'm talking about like when I close my eyes. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? She cute though, you know. Yeah, no, she but is is it plagiarizing if there's nothing new under the sun? Like niggas knew before B. Simone or whoever said that they said it, said that, you know what I'm saying, you have to attract you have to do these things in order to attract or manifest love or even what the fuck your goals, what you so, want. So how about this, right? Picture this. Same thing that B. Yes. Simone did. Same exact situation where someone said that this person plagiarized, right? Beyonce. Let's say Beyonce said the same exact thing. There would be thousands Millions of people that are, oh my gosh, this is genius. I'm about to, I'm about to level up, and it's up from here. (laughs) And oh, they're gonna have to match, they're gonna have to match me. Like, but the thing is, why is it about the messenger if we already know that the gym is the gym, and why can't we apply it? Because we're worried about the messenger. That's the community. Because now the messenger. Because now the thing is the 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 revolution has to be led by someone that's not interested in leading the revolution, which is the entertainers. They are here to entertain. So I do not hold it against. Shout out to my dog MJ on his birthday once again. Our man's Jigga Man Hover. Beyonce, 
And all of these other people that they want to be activists that are not activists. They do what they do in their own right for the community. And that, we can't ask nothing of them because people are people. You know what I'm saying? So people are going to do what they want to do. But we can't. If we sit here and say that people like Jay-Z and stuff have not benefited the community, we'd be lying. But as a whole, we want them to do so much more because we feel like they can do so much more. But they are not the next Malcolm X. They are not the next MLK. They are not the next Fred Hampton. They are not the next UEP. They are Jay-Z, Beyonce, Meek Mill, and all these other people. They are entertainers. That's what they are. Absolutely. And B. Simone needs to just stay in her lane and stop stealing people's stuff and Viacom about to let Nick Cannon go back to wilding out so you about to have the job back stop stealing people's stuff and maybe you'll be okay um and with that being said let's go to our final thoughts let's go to our final thoughts what, what you got L. Dottie man I ain't uh, for my final thought man mm. um my final thought is man just wake up in the morning you know and whatever your goals are just work to achieve it those goals, man. You gotta be able to sift through all the bullshit that's out here in the world and no matter what anybody says on any platform, you gotta make sure to be able to create your own truth and your own reality. You know what I'm saying? We talk about manifestation. That shit is dead without works, bro. You gotta be able to work towards them goals and you're not working towards them goals listening to other people's bullshit because that shit fucking damn vibe up and energy and shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, once again, man, I like to appreciate y'all for thanking. Damn, I'm drunk. Okay, hold on. That was a country. I like to appreciate y'all. Oh, no, that was good. You were rolling. Keep going. I appreciate it. I I like to thank y'all for allowing me to come to y'all show, man. I had a great fucking time. We got to do it again, man. Um, Y'all got me drunk over out here, man. I appreciate the drinks. Um, I got to bring D next time, man, so we can have some more fun. And uh, don't forget to check us out on YouTube, man, at A Cold One Podcast. When you come through, just make sure you subscribe, you like, you comment. We got over 50-something episodes with a lot of conversations surrounded by the type of stuff we talked about here tonight, these black social issues, you know, all over a good beer. We got plenty of guests coming on. Matter of fact, we did an episode with y'all, in case they didn't know. Go so, back yeah. and check that out. Baby. Yeah, check that out on the uh, Podcast, Cold podcast on yeah. YouTube, man. Follow us on Instagram at a Cold Podcast. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Yes, absolutely. And for my final thought, I just want to say, I am. A revolutionary. Uh, for my final thought, man, I just want to say shout out to black people. Shout out to Black History Month. Shout out to our own. Shout out to a Cold One Podcast. Absolutely. Shout out to Ray Rock Steady. Shout out to MJ. <laughs> shout out to Kobe right. being bright. Shout out to black people, man, because um, we are the revolutionaries in our own right, in our own perspective. Um, and with that being said, I like to say shout out to you, our viewers, our listeners, and subscribe. Until next time, we'll see you here at Live Broadcast Podcast at Probably. Here, here, here I go, come alive again from the home of the drag races. <clears throat> Let me add races. Crooked ass cops never had braces. 
But that right there is another page. We'll turn that later on. I ain't got nothing but a few minutes here. Let me bring y'all to my home. First, let's stop by the candy store, but then shop for a bag of treats. It ain't California, but it's Carolina. Never tastes bad to me. And I guarantee you when the session in, we'll need us some to eat. So I'll take it down to the chicken coop, the best in the southeast. Get a quarter dog and them plate of rounds. I bet you ass you